Hey, Abby, remember the Hunger Games? Only sort of. I, like, haven't. I didn't watch them while they're on Netflix. I missed out. Um, And I read the books forever ago. So I don't know why we think we're qualified to make this episode. But anyway, this is Fever Dream. (laughs) I'm Rachel. I'm Abby. And this is Fever Dream. Welcome. (laughs) This is actually a special episode of Mm -hmm. Fever Dream where we're talking all about the Hunger Games because that's what's trendy right now. And Abby and I both have a spot in our hearts for the Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. Because we're nerds. I was going to say (laughs) we like death. I was going to make a joke. (laughs) I was going to say because we're nerds. Um, That's the real reason. I read the whole series for the first time, I think in fifth grade and then i reread the first book a couple of times i might have reread catching fire too i've seen the movies i don't know when i read the books i know i read them all yeah and i I read i'll confess i don't even think i've seen all of the movies (laughs) but i've like seen clips and i've seen parts and i've watched a bunch of like youtube videos and stuff yeah i I also read the a ballad of songbirds and snakes is that what it's called that came out i think in 2020 i read that then and never reread it but i actually really liked it i read the preview of it on amazon (laughs) and then forgot to ever like read the rest i remember like loving it and then talking to my dad and he was very unimpressed Mm. with it and i was like no you actually just didn't get like the complexity of it dad i was saying as a freshman i think i need to read it to sell the debate yeah i think you do and yeah we've been i've been seeing tiktoks Mm -hmm. and youtube videos that are reminding me of my thoughts about the hunger games it's such a like interesting complex series to discuss yeah i honestly think that the hunger games could become like a classic yeah because it's it's genuinely so well put together yeah it's so like it's just like it's like genius yeah it like reflects society a little too perfectly Mm -hmm. and it's just written really well yeah i mean it is written in a young adult like style which i think makes people take it less seriously but the content inside of it is really just well done and important events don't have to center around adults true that okay so we're going to start this off the majority of this episode (laughs) is going to be a tier list (laughs) where we're placing different aspects of the series (laughs) not just characters not just moments whatever we feel like we have a list here i contributed a little bit but abby didn't tell me a lot of what is on the list so i'm excited to have my reactions i don't know how i feel about all okay um Um, should we tell them what the tiers are yeah so the best tier is of course just entitled finnick because he is the best (laughs) part of the series i wonder where he's gonna rank (laughs) okay and then the next one you can explain um the next is oh we have five tiers oh yeah this is probably should have said that second best um is titled capital jazz because i was thinking (laughs) like this is encapsulating like the fun glamour of the capital like the capital on the surface is like fun vibes yeah we love the outfits Um, the colors yeah So this is like, this is like things that are cool and interesting and fun and good, but not like the same emotional depth as Finnick. (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. 
Um, and then our next tier, which is like our middle, is just called real as a reference <laughs> to Mockingjay. Um, the real or not real thing PETA has where mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, that did happen. Yeah. And like, we're acknowledging it, but we don't really have strong opinions. We don't like strong emotions, but it happened. Do you like how I just repeated what you said? I do like that. You like didn't even really rephrase it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it came out anyway. <laughs> and then the um second worst tier, I guess, is um would not sponsor. Where we don't really like it. If we were sponsors in the Hug Games, we would not send them drinking water or no. a loaf of bread. We would not be on their side. No. We would not be like dedicated to destroying them. But like no. No. And then our last year is death by tracker jackers. These people are the, or uh, things are the worst and they deserve that fate. I didn't put tracker jackers on the list. That's okay. That's it. Yeah. Uh, it would I be a little like too meta to rank tracker jackers on a list for like one of the things like has to do with them. But, you like, say that while our top tier no, but that, is it's not death by Finnick. It's yeah. just Finnick. Oh, so true. You know? I feel like I don't have strong emotions about the tracker jackers. No. I just yeah. remember the scene in the movie was, like, a little bit, like, traumatizing. Yeah. Like, it was kind of gross. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't order these in a specific way. That's better. It's chaotic. Um, starting off, Finnick. <laughs> I wonder where we should put him. Finnick belongs in the Finnick tier for so many reasons. My man with a heart of gold. So mm-hmm. many layers to him that you might not see at yeah. first. He has so much trauma. Such a complex backstory. Like Yeah. For real. Such a, like, a good person, even though it's cool getting to see, like, the first impression of him. Yeah. And then learn more about, like, him on a deeper level. I love just him being able to use the power and status that he sort of has in the capital to help the revolution. Yeah. I love his love for Annie is just like the sweetest thing ever. I really mm-hmm. don't remember that much about it, but I know yeah. that everything was about her for him and it mm-hmm. was just mm. and I don't know the actor's name who played him in the movie. Sam Claflin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he did so good. Yeah, he did. And he's really attractive in the movie. Very true. <laughs> I'm just like Finnick. Finnick is gorgeous. Finnick is gorgeous. That's part of the reason he's mm-hmm. the best. Yeah. But also but- his character. That's why he's above, he's not just gorgeous capital oh, jazz. Right. He's above that. He yeah. has another level. He's a good complex character. We love him. Okay, who's next? PETA. I love PETA. <laughs> I love PETA. I feel like sometimes people like, like, think of PETA as like, like, oh, funny, like, bread boy. <laughs> 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 because PETA has like funny seeming moments but yeah he like has such a deep story too he goes through so much yeah and he does everything for Katniss and for the people the revolution yeah but he doesn't expect anything from her in return I do feel like there were times when he got a little annoying and he was like why you no love me (laughs) um but it was also kind of valid whenever he got like that because Katniss was kind of cold Mm -hmm. and not the most open about her affection yeah and i also i feel like i've seen tiktoks being like pita had so many good like flirty clever lines in the books that didn't make into the movies so i want that's like has made me want to reread the books because pita's got a personality beyond yeah 
Fred. I've always been team PETA. I know no yeah. one's actually <clears throat> team Gale. Like, that's not a thing. And if you are a team Gale, you need to rethink. Mm-hmm. But I've just PETA. It's always yeah. been him. The baker boy with the heart mm-hmm. of gold. Where does he go? Um, Is he capital jazz? But is he Finnick? Is he Finnick? Well, he might be in Finnick, but not like... Like, Finnick is top Finnick. <laughs> Finnick S tier and Finnick A tier. Okay, so we're splitting the Finnick tier into two. And Pita is in the tier, but not as high as Finnick. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it could be like a pyramid. Like, Dan Small. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that would have been such a good addition to the books. If they, like, after each day, they had, like, <laughs> a contestant pyramid. pyramid. It's like Katniss, you hidden a tree all day. You're on the bottom <laughs> of the pyramid. <laughs> so good. Um, next up, Gale. Not a Gale fan. No. There were good moments with yeah. Gale. He isn't like, like with the whole Peta Gale debate. Sometimes people portray Gale as like an evil, soulless, soulless no. being. He, especially in the first book, he looked after Katniss's mm-hmm. family, and he was her childhood friend. Yeah. And we liked Gale, but he was the person who took the revolution too far. Yeah. And that was that was because of his, like, trauma. That was... Yeah. It wasn't all his fault. It's also just human nature. Like, yeah. anytime you look at a revolution in history, there's the people who take it to too far of an yeah. extreme, and it becomes just the same thing it already was. Yeah. So he's like, let's kill children now to get our point across. I was in the books. Is it like confirmed, confirmed that he like knew about the plan? With I'm that? pretty sure. It yeah. Is. We're but accepting again, that. I haven't read it in a long time. Yeah. But yeah, he knew but, like, that that was the plan. Yeah. He didn't know Prim was going to die, but he knew that they were going they to were... be like tricking people and yeah. like innocent children. Yeah. And that is not okay. No, you, he's just becoming the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. So um, I put him in would not sponsor because mm-hmm. he has some redeeming qualities. So I like wouldn't put him to death by tracker yeah. jackers, but he's not great. Yeah. Also, like Liam Hemsworth is attractive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, Effie and her outfits. Effie is such a sleigh. Yeah. Like, at first, she seems really tone deaf, and that's because she's, like, genuinely just so ignorant of the depth of everything. But even those moments, she was, like, iconic. Yeah, she was iconic, and then she started to get emotional deaf. Yeah. Effie, I don't know if I would put her in Finnick, but I would definitely put her in Capital Jazz. Oh, yeah. She's great. She and, really like, had so many layers. Like, high Capital Jazz. High Capital Jazz. Yeah. Yeah, it's like dance she's competitions just... when you get gold or high gold. Wow. <laughs> Um, she's just such a personality. Yeah. Her outfits are such a vibe. They really are. And then, like, she genuinely wants the best for, like, Katniss and Peeta and stuff. She just doesn't initially get how messed up the system is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next up, I'll say these together, but we're ranking them separately. The first Hunger Games Arena, and then the second Hunger Games Arena. Mm. 
See, the second one was giving creative. Yeah. The first one, initially, I was like, well, that has to be on top because, like, it's the original, it's the classic. When I think of Hunger Games, that's what I think of. But it's just, like, the woods. Like, was there really that much interesting? No. No. I mean, like, that's, like, when I, like played hunger games as a kid that was like yeah the thought that's it was the like iconic in the woods. one that doesn't mean it's the best yeah um but i mean the first arena was good it served yeah. its purpose i would put that in real like there's really nothing special yeah. about it tbh but then the next arena it's a little bit try hard like Ooh. the second it's a little bit try hard and the whole clock thing i'm not gonna lie i think it's a little bit stupid <laughs> but at the same time it's also so iconic, but yeah. also more creative. So I would probably put that in capital jazz. Yeah. I like the water elements. Yeah. Poor I people liked, who couldn't swim. Yeah. It was definitely creative. But then I was also... We'll get to more specifics about this <laughs> arena later. Yeah, we will. But, like, some of... I was looking over the different segments, and some of them... It's like, I don't get this maybe i just don't remember them great yeah. but like the lightning storm like lightning hitting a tree like what was the why point? was that a big deal was it like just to like mark the time i yeah. don't know it was weird i don't know Watch oh us. and then didn't it like reverse the order with that they went in at one point or something yeah that was kind of cool when yeah. they figured they out like what it was spun around yeah when they figured out what it was everything spun around yeah <laughs> I liked that. Yeah. Was, I like the fun. I capital like the jazz. spinning, the rotation aspect of yeah. that. Capital I feel jazz like for like sure. if we were living in the capital and like watching the Hunger Games, like that would be like more we'd be more invested in that than the for last sure. one because you're figuring stuff out. Yeah, the other one is like very vanilla. It's like what they have mm-hmm. every year. It's Just like when survivors started adding in good twists. But not, like, the bad over-the-top twist. Okay, well, I wouldn't know because I haven't watched Survivor, but maybe our listeners know. <laughs> our listeners are big hunger, our big Survivor demographic. Okay. Katniss. I love Katniss. Yeah. Catnip. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like because she's the main character and so much revolves around her, there's more things for people to criticize sometimes but like she goes through so much she's a great character and sometimes she's reckless or she's cold to people but i feel like it's all very justified when you consider her situation what makes her human that's what makes her such a well-written character she isn't this like perfect hero yeah whoa i was just thinking about something but then i couldn't remember it (laughs) i was was just something about in mockingjay when after the revolution they were all voting on whether or not they should have a hunger games for like capital kids and katniss like voted yes but like she was doing it as a way to like frame coin or something she was or not make her suspicious yeah something Anyway, I thought that was really cool and smart. And then, like, Hamish just voted with her because he trusted her, which I thought was cool, too. Anyway, that's... Katniss. I saw that in a TikTok. I didn't really remember it. But I feel like Katniss is great. Yeah. Katniss has to go in Finnick. Yeah, with PETA. Like, not on the Finnick. Like, high Finnick. But, like, mid Finnick. Mm -hmm. For sure. 
Katniss yeah. and Peter are both there. They're great characters. And Jennifer Lawrence is like oh, the best ever. I love her. I love her so much. Okay. Okay. The cat. I think the cat's name's Buttercup. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> I I don't remember anything about the cat. Did it like die? Um, no, the cat lived. The cat like survived the bombing was it bombing of district 12 yeah. like katniss goes back and the cat's still there <laughs> which is so iconic. just for that the cat's infinite tier yeah. um and i like i saw some tiktok that was like in the first movie you just see buttercup for a second but the cat playing buttercup was black instead of orange like in the other films uh-huh. <laughs> i was like why could they not do this why did like, they not have an orange cat yeah. it was like and not i available. think that's really funny okay so finnick tier for sure i think like finnick finnick like <laughs> whoa <laughs> s tier finnick just because cats. i think but the fact that i couldn't remember anything about what happened with a cat makes me think maybe low finnick <laughs> oh i think that's what's so wonderful about it we can agree to disagree on that okay. one okay I feel like Katniss wasn't a fan of the cat at some points. Yeah. I don't remember for what reason. I don't know. Okay. She was just being like broody, like a teenager. <laughs> like, oh, I hate my cat. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Okay. The cat's somewhere in Finnick. Yeah. Um, the creepy dog mutt things in the first book that have the eyes of the dead tributes so those are utterly terrifying yeah and i think it's a cool way of showing how the capital and like the game makers were not just like physically traumatizing mm-hmm. these people but they really got inside their heads yeah. like them seeing the eyes of the tributes that they it's killed so messed up it is so messed up and they were like crazy violent like it was just like like physically and mentally just so terrifying yeah so does that mean it's good or bad like it was like really well done yeah but it's but also I think like, bad terrifying okay bad like well written like such cool a concept cool idea um but death by tracker jackers because yeah. they're terrifying that's like <laughs> they're that's like messed up yeah i don't think that's fully portrayed in the movies which no. makes sense because how can you like yeah. capture that especially in a movie that's being marketed towards kids yeah. but oh the whistle that they do <laughs> <laughs> guys i can whistle but like my lips are really dry right now so it's like a little bit of a i don't want to try and then mess um, up i mean very iconic. iconic i feel like i remember somebody had it as their ringtone which i found really annoying but i don't remember who it was but i was like can you not do that yeah um, it's such a cool like small symbol yeah i'm trying to think what interval that is my music theory is escaping me but it's like it's a cool interval like nothing else really sounds like it yeah wait now i want. I think it's like a seventh or something because it's weird battle was a major i want to say it's a minor six perhaps major six my we'll get back to you guys on that one no it feels no, I think it's a minor six. Maybe? I don't know. I remember minor six with 
um, Leia's music in the Star Wars movie. Oh. Oh, so, yeah. (laughs) Maybe. But I think I might be remembering it wrong. Um, We'll investigate. I honestly, I think it's, like, iconic to the series, but I don't really care for it that much. I'd put it in, like, real. I'd put it in real or capital jazz just because, like, it's... No, it can go in real because isn't that special? Yeah, and it got kind of annoying when yeah. people like were obsessed with it. Okay. Yeah, but it's real. Yeah, it it happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, Haymitch. I love Haymitch. I wish I want a Haymitch spinoff so bad. That would be so good. Because obviously, when we meet him, we're like, oh, this guy's not even trying to help mm-hmm. the tributes win, and he's an alcoholic, but his backstory is so tragic and he like accidentally won with an act of defiance and like they killed his whole family or something he again has like such a complex backstory i just love all the characters in this that's one of my favorite things about books and tv shows and movies is when i really love the Mm -hmm. characters then i don't even care if the plot's good (laughs) but it is i don't know where to put him i would put him in definitely because he's so complex perfect he like i wouldn't describe him as capital jazz and for the other characters they're like elevated above capital jazz are we going on how like good the character is or if he was a real person how good he would be like because like as a character just like what we feel like okay yeah vibes i'm putting him in yeah yeah himish yeah because i don't think there's anywhere else he could go no yeah (laughs) pita as a tree why did i think he was a rock he was a tree oh no as a rock yeah oh. my bad he was like like <laughs> rock but like textured rock um i'm gonna just i'm trying to picture him like sitting there like painting himself and just hoping <laughs> nobody walks by with him like like bleeding out or yeah he was like bleeding out and he was just like painting himself so like funny. what if somebody came around while he was doing that he would be like not prepared <laughs> so funny and then he just like what smiles is- and it's like what <laughs> so good um and he's like yeah i used to decorate the cakes at the bakery like how did that translate (laughs) to like really effective camouflage um so So i think it's a little bit of a stupid um i'm gonna put that at would not sponsor stop i would put at capital jazz just because it's so funny (laughs) i mean okay based on vibes sure capital jazz it was really funny no but i also agree that like (laughs) <laughs> like if I were a sponsor and like a contestant did that, I'd be like, they're going to die. Yeah. Like, what is this? Okay, would not sponsor. Would not sponsor. Okay. Like iconic, but would not sponsor. <laughs> Cinna. Finnick. Yes. Yeah. Enough said. <laughs> the outfits, the character, Ugh. just everything. He was such a sweetheart. Yeah. Okay, next. Done. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to include this. Rue. Mm. Because, like, how can you even rate Rue? This was my thought process. Because, like, she's, like, an innocent little child. Yeah. I don't even know if she fits in any of the tears. Like, I think no. she's her own, like, little box. I feel like because of the impact she has on the story and how important she is important she is to like represent one like the cruelty of the mm-hmm. capital and the way that they're killing these like yeah. little innocent 12 year olds and also yeah. like 
Katniss seeing her as being like prim and mm-hmm. she's really important to the story so I would almost put her in Finnick but we also didn't get to know her for that long which is sad I, yeah we can make her have her own box okay she's actually in like a different plane <laughs> like these are all like this is like the XY plane she's the Z plane <laughs> I'm trying to remember how many things we've put in each. <laughs> like, everyone's in Finnick. <laughs> because this whole thing is so yeah. good. Clove. <laughs> I love Clove. I love Clove. Um, She's badass. Am I allowed to say that on the podcast? No. We'll have to. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um... I mean, I don't think we can put her in Finnick because we don't know her that well. We don't know the emotional depth as much, but she was such a sleigh. The actress, so pretty. Um, I can't (laughs) believe she she originally auditioned for Katniss and was told she was too young. But she'd be more accurate to what book Katniss was. I remember being mad at first that Jennifer Lawrence was Katniss because I was like, that's not what Katniss is supposed to look like. But I got over it because she did a great job. But yeah. Um, but I feel like the movies really bring Clove to life. Yeah. Are we going to talk about, is this going to be a separate ranking? The <laughs> scene Whatever you want. So another thing I suggested we should have is the um, part where Clove straddles Katniss in the movies. <laughs> because that's just like, that was really a sexual awakening for a lot of people. <laughs> and I think it's so iconic. And I, I would have such like a girl boss moment. It is a girl boss moment. So I would put that in like probably capital jazz i don't yeah. even remember if that's how it happened in the book i think it is but like the movie really yeah. brought it to life so yeah capital jazz i loved that yeah capital jazz that was great yeah yeah i feel like i had something else to say related to that i don't know we really thought this was gonna be a short episode but it's probably oh, gonna no. be the same length <laughs> because i feel like i just ramble my we bad do. it's fine well we're fascinating who oh, won't want yeah. you guys talk are we doing a trigger warning? Um, we're going to very like mildly discuss eating disorders. So if that is triggering to you, maybe skip ahead yeah. a little. I don't know how I like phrase this. Like, what was it called? The it was the the like drinks that were that people in the capital had, so they throw up so they could eat more food. Right, and that's like it's a callback, I think, to. I don't know what era it would technically be, but, like, kings in, like, France, like, they had a thing called, like, vomitorium, where mm. they would make themselves vomit so they I could eat more food. That. We talked about no. it at dance once. I don't know. We were talking about, like, King Louis the something. Yeah. Louis Louis. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, um... Louis? Louis. Yeah, I think it's Louis. <laughs> anyway, the, it's glorified bulimia. Yeah. And it's so disgusting, and it also, like, shows how the capital... Mm-hmm does not value their resources at all and it's like really disturbing to see yeah. that like juxtaposed with the people starving in people the districts like, literally like not being able to feed their children yeah and then these people are vomiting so they can eat more again like such a good plot point like yeah such a well thought out part of the book such a small like small detail it isn't a major focus no but, but it's so like historically impactful. relevant and it is very impactful um i put it but, in death by yeah. tracker jackers oh, yeah. for sure oh yeah yeah okay moving Um, on joanna joanna (laughs) 
Um, I feel like I said her name really quietly. My problem is I barely remember anything about her, but I keep seeing TikToks about her, and I remember her stripping in the elevator, which was so iconic of her. I remember her being, like, really aggressive and passionate, but she was great, and she, like, had her heart in the right place, Mm -hmm. and she'd been traumatized by the Capitol. a video yesterday about, like, tragic characters in The Hunger Games, um, and talked about her story and, like... I want to say her members of her family were killed by the capital. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, and then she then she was like tortured by the capital. She was captured with PETA to the point where she was so terrified of water she like couldn't like shower or bathe or stuff. Yeah, like she went through so much and was still like a good person yeah, so much psychological trauma yeah. poor girl did she end up did she die no she lives so she has to live with the effects yeah. of that it's almost and the worst she, fate she loses Finnick who she's super close yeah. with and feels betrayed by Katniss because she doesn't kill President Snow like she promised this is all according to the YouTube video. I don't yeah, remember I don't this. <laughs> um, yeah. But she has so many, like, strong, powerful, wonderful, like, fun moments. But then all of this, like, deep backstory. She said complex. She's also attractive in the movie, which mm-hmm. obviously helps. So I'd put her in Finnick, Finnick. tier. Maybe Finnick, even, Finnick? like, I think she might be with Finnick, Finnick. Finnick, Finnick. Like, above Katniss and Peeta and Cinna. Yeah. Because she, like, yeah. Yeah. Joanna. 10 out of 10. Caesar. I don't remember. Flickerman. Flickerman. Okay. It (laughs) autocorrected on my phone to Flockman. (laughs) So, I got a little confused there. I mean, he's so entertaining. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Who played him in the movies? I feel like it's, mm. like, an iconic actor who I yeah. should know his name and I don't. But he really brought him to life and brought a lot of charm to him. Yeah. And as much as you can hate that he's, like, oh, he's glamorizing this horrible thing, he's just a product of a system. Yeah. So I don't hate him specifically for that. He's a part of the system, but, like... He's a cog in the machine. The but he's a very public... jazzy part. He's a very, very public cog in the machine yeah and he is the fun jazzy part so he's definitely capital jazz yeah. i don't know where else how he could go. he not be capital jazz <laughs> that's like the definition he is the definition of capital jazz okay. um when Peter goes if it weren't for the baby <laughs> iconic finnick tier finnick tier that just it was so many things i love that katniss was just never in on the plans and she'd always be like what it was such but he knew such what, a genius move he knew what he had to do to make things work yeah. and to protect her in the movie when he like gives a little smile to Hamish after <laughs> so good yeah predict here yes <laughs> yes like utilizing the system yeah. for your own advantage yeah <laughs> another like uh, here's some there are a couple of moments here. okay when Katniss goes, I volunteer as tribute. So, okay. Prim, prim. So, symbolically, I would rate that very high because that's just like 
quintessential to the story and it really shows her character mm-hmm. and how she cares about her sister but it's something that's been quoted so much and taken out of context yeah. so many times that it actually kind of bothers me now fascinating like i just get annoyed <laughs> this is going to sound weird i this is one of the clips that i feel like i've like seen on tiktok yeah. recently and it's very dramatic which i get like why it is <laughs> because she doesn't want her sister to die but it's it's just like <laughs> she's very aggressive about it yeah um yeah i feel That's like not- throughout the movie jennifer lawrence just looks like she's constantly spitting because of how much mm-hmm. she's like opening her mouth and yelling yeah <laughs> it gives no, that this vibe. was and why i was like looking up moments in the series to pawn this list like the if it weren't for the baby i saw that and i was like oh my god like i need to include that that's so good i volunteers tribute i saw and was like oh yeah that happened i guess we should mention it yeah, it's that's like important to the story but it's so like over talked yeah. about like i would put it in real it's honestly real. it's real it's real also we just need more things in that tier mm-hmm. i feel like we have nothing and would not sponsor we had Peter painting himself <laughs> rock that's so that i have to say might not be the most well thought out part of the books <laughs> that i don't understand okay anyhow um okay moving on um katniss shooting the apple when oh, the people for her like to her. her like audition thing yeah. i don't know what they call it yeah um that i loved yeah because she was like you're seriously not even gonna watch me because i'm from district 12 mm-hmm. and you like expect nothing of me well guess what yeah such an iconic moment yeah so girl like boss like i love her to do like, i love female rage like in general and i feel like that really encapsulates female yeah. rage for me shooting at the people who are orchestrating this whole system of killing children <laughs> it's such a move it was also such like a dumb decision because she knew so that meant bad. they could target her and like they her life was in their hands yeah but she also probably didn't think she was gonna survive mm-hmm. anyway so right as well is that one that's when she does the little curtsy yeah too. So <laughs> i good. love the curtsy in the movie i don't remember if it probably happens in the book too but the way it's done in the yeah. movie is just iconic so, good. so i put that in finnick i don't say is it high finnick is it as good as the baby line i don't think it is not quite low finnick i almost want to put in capital jazz not because it doesn't deserve it but just because it's like such a showy moment actually yeah i agree with that capital jazz interesting but high capital jazz yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) different layers (laughs) um i need someone to like make a diagram of this (laughs) um them talking about their favorite colors i love that part so sweet it's like such orange but like the sky (laughs) like soft orange and she's like i like green i think it was green i don't know i was going to say purple but i don't think that's right i think it was green i feel like that's right um that i just something about that i was like wow these people don't even know each other like at all because that was in catching fire after they'd like gone through this whole life or death thing and like pretended to be in love and then were actually in love and they didn't even know each other except the circumstances whoa i put that in capital jazz like i think it's great i don't know if it's finnick level it isn't like like i don't remember what katniss's favorite color is so it wasn't like 
the same kind of memorable. It's kind of an easily easily forgettable scene. But it was such a good detail. And you make such a good point with it. Like, how much they went through just to not know each other's favorite colors. Yeah. That might... I'd say, like, high capital jazz. High capital jazz. (laughs) Um, Sort of adding on to that, real or not real. Oh, so good. So good. We reference this one constantly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) About friendship trauma. She's like, did that actually happen? What, like, emotions are real and what were just, like, us looking for the good and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Mockingjay as a whole. Like, I like the mm-hmm. book and I think it does a decent job of wrapping up the series, but it's not my favorite thing yeah. in the world. It just, it's it's more complicated, more stuff going on, so it doesn't have the same, like, yeah. I feel like the pacing charm. gets weird, too, yeah. but I don't really remember because I read it forever ago. Um. Uh. But, but I love how, like, that simple line captures yeah, it Yeah, and it was very, like, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Again, though, I don't know if it's the level yeah. of if it weren't for the baby. Yeah. Is it also high capital jazz? I, yeah. Or even just, like, or just regular capital, capital jazz. jazz. Okay, regular it's capital jazz. It's almost high capital jazz just because of how much we reference it. Yeah, like, to but, us it is. But, but objectively. <laughs> objectively. <laughs> The objective scientific rating is just capital jazz. (laughs) Um, Them kissing in the cave. (laughs) So yucky. (laughs) Because, like, these people haven't brushed their teeth in days. Like, running around the dirt. Yeah, and was he sick yet at that point? Like, he had, like, an infection and he was, like, feverish. Yeah. So I don't know if, like, if it was something that was contagious. That's probably not how that works. They were on tv this was oh sorry i'm just I mean, like bringing up another point yeah that too though they were being like to... televised to their family and to be fair that was what they had to do yeah. to survive but it's also just icky yeah like i was saying before we um started recording like sometimes my girlfriend emma will have eaten something that's not even that gross and i kiss her and i can taste it i'm like just because i can taste something <laughs> that's throwing me off can you please like chew some gum and then she gets like mad at me but that's kind of valid because i'm like kind of rude about it <laughs> Yeah, but like, can you imagine? But I mean, I guess if both their mouths taste awful, might as well. But they're living in the woods. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> How do they all like not look disgusting? Hollywood magic. <laughs> um. Oh, we didn't rank uh, it. Would um, not sponsor. Would not sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> like not like horrible and um, by any no. means, but like not the vibes. No. Um. <laughs> Katniss's use of a bow and arrows, like just, <laughs> just like archery, archery becoming even more popular because of the Hunger Games. I'm not gonna lie, I did get excited. I went to a whole Girl Scout event that was themed around the Hunger Games, mm-hmm. and we got to do archery, and I thought that was wow. so cool. Um, imagine I- like writing a book series and making a sport more popular <laughs> because of that. I mean. Here's the thing. Bow and arrows are a slay for Katniss, but I don't think they're as slay as Phoenix's trident. I feel no. like that's, like, more iconic and, like, cool of a weapon. And bows and arrows are so impractical. <laughs> yeah, like, if you're going to be in hand-to-hand combat, like, good luck. Yeah. And you have a limited away. number of arrows. 
I mean, it makes sense for her because she was a hunter and that's how yeah. she got by, but it's not very practical if you're no. doing any hand-to-hand <laughs> combat. If somebody surprises you and you're standing a foot away, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um. So that's... That might be... Would not sponsor, but real because real. of how much of an impact it yeah. had on society. Like, not <laughs> practical, but so so real, so real. Yeah. Okay, and this is our last one. Glimmer, glimmer. Because I was just talking about how much of a slave she <laughs> was. I feel like we don't get to know her that well, no. but we know that she fully played up her sex appeal because that's yeah. what she had to do to win. And in the book, she wears, like, a see-through dress to her mm. interview again, which is, like, it's so disgusting because yeah. she's a child and that's what she has to do is sexualize herself so that these adults will help her in the games. But anytime, like, women or, like, any, like, minority groups use a system designed to hurt them and take that and use that to their advantage, like, I yeah, genius. Genius. And then there's also the detail, which I saw in a TikTok I'd kind of forgotten about from the book, but for her, like, memento or whatever she was allowed to bring into the um, arena, she wanted to bring in a ring, but it got confiscated because it had, like, a poisoned spike hidden in it somehow. Um, And again, that goes to show she was planning on getting real close to people before she killed them, likely also, like, playing off her sex appeal, Mm -hmm. Which is, like, so disturbing that that's what she had to go to, but it's really iconic of her and smart. I would put her in Capital Jazz. Yeah, Capital Jazz. She's, like, the definition of, like, the genius and complexities of all the contestants that we don't get to know that much. Like, how each of them is such an individual and playing the game their own way. And we tend to, like, kind of villainize the careers. Yeah. But they were also just kids who were, were forced to kill each other they were part of they were a different part of the system yeah they were victims too yeah okay this is deep okay now, now we're <laughs> going to <laughs> sorry you, you go. we're gonna have a quick interlude where we talk about our theories because this is a highly debated <clears throat> topic um fox face was her eating the berries intentional did she know they were going to kill her so i don't remember the books how it's described in the books that well but i want to think yes because i love like that as a small like act of like autonomy and like yeah taking control of your own fate i do love the concept of it i'm gonna go i'm in the like camp that i think in the book it was not that because i'm pretty sure they specifically said that the berries were native mm. to District 12, yeah. so she would never have seen them. But in the movies, they made the choice to show her, like, studying mm-hmm. plants in the training, which makes me think that they were leaning more towards the idea that she knew what it was. And I do love the idea of the act of autonomy. And, like, if I were in the Hunger Games, I would much rather die yeah. quickly of poison than, like, a slow, painful yeah. death. Die with some berries in, like, the woods. Yeah. Yeah. So I um, like that theory, but I don't necessarily think that yeah. was the intention. I think part of the reason I also want to believe it's true is because on TikTok, I've been seeing, like, these theories that, in my opinion, make no sense and drive me yeah. insane. I'm like, this is one that actually, like, makes sense and is cool. Yeah, it just and, like, characterized goes with as the smart. themes of the books. Yeah, it makes Whereas, sense. Whereas, like, once they're, like, present Snow, like, knew that Katniss would volunteer for Prim and want to, like... Oh, I saw that they were like all of the slips of paper said prim and like I'm like, I'm like that makes 
no sense. And the I love the point of the books is like she's this random girl that gets thrown into all of this. Yeah. <sighs> Getting all worked. She up. didn't choose to be the symbol of a no. whole revolution. No. Anyway, that's our opinions on Fox Face. Okay. <laughs> and now we're going to conclude our last little segment here. We're going to rate all of the um different chunks of the arena in for the sec the second book catching fire yeah yeah um the, the like clock arena all the different like yeah. se- segments i don't know they each had their own thing yeah. um so rapid fire we're yeah. gonna rate Ready? it one to ten is that what we're gonna do one to ten and this isn't like this isn't like good <laughs> or bad because these are all things designed to like kill children we're going based on vibes on vibes okay lightning storm three yeah i'd say maybe even two it's just boring yeah i know it helps them like break the force field or whatever but like yeah just like lightning hitting a tree meh blood rain (laughs) (laughs) i like a four because like the shock value of that's kind of fun but like yeah what's it gonna do to you yeah i'd say a four i like that it's very it Hollywood. feels relevant <laughs> with Passover, I was trying to say. It's like the plagues. The plagues. Um, but yeah, like once, like it's a shock and then it's not, unless I'm forgetting something about like, what's it going to do? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, poisonous fog. Um, Like a seven. I'd say a six. I think that, like, the scenes with the poisonous fog were really dramatic, and it also gives, like, historical, like, mm-hmm. World War One like... Oh, so true. Like, war weapons that people used, like, poisonous gases and stuff to kill people. I think that that's just, like, an interesting yeah. detail. It's I'm not scary. very good at making this rapid fire. It's, I like to elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I like that we give it. Yeah. Like, it's scary. But it isn't, isn't, like... Isn't that, like... The jazziness of No, the it's capital. not very jazzy. It's, like, fog. Yeah yeah sneaky it would be really scary but yeah um the monkey mutations (laughs) i didn't even remember this was a thing but i love monkey no they're terrifying rachel they're like they're like the creepy mutts they're Um, like insane then i'm giving it a one because that sounds creepy and i don't like it no this is like i know we're doing like lightning storm was a two because it didn't do anything in my opinion the it was a two but the monkeys are one even though they were really effective just because that's horrifying yeah one for vibes i don't like it yeah it like makes me like uncomfortable yeah rachel they're mean monkeys no i love monkeys one of my favorite animals um the jabber jays oh that's what they're called um i'm gonna go with like an eight for those yeah just because again with the psychological like terror and stuff i i just think it's cool and creative i'd even say a nine like that's just so interesting and like using people's fear of losing people they care about against them yeah it's like more horrific than most of the physical things i think which just it's a sleigh yeah (laughs) um the beast this is i looked what these is the things beast? up i don't know it was like there's the beast that's like in a segment of the arena that they never go to apparently like at some point a body gets lifted out that's been like cut to multiple pieces but it's like 
whoa, like there's some horrible beast one. in there. One. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, one because it's irrelevant. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just, it, like, if it doesn't affect the characters, then I do not care. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The tsunami. Big waves. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna give that, like, a six, because it's kind of mm. boring, but also, like, plays, like, my childhood fear where I r- truly believed I would be caught in a riptide and drown. Wow. That's- I'd give it an eight, because I like the water element, mm. be- especially because that was, like, different from the first Hunger Games we as readers saw. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I like that the water isn't just, like a thing at the beginning like more Mm. stuff happens with it um noisy insects apparently this was a thing i vaguely remember i didn't i feel like i remember in the movie just being like ah (laughs) like so i give that a one just for that because insects scare me i give that like it just feels icky (laughs) i want to give that like a three no like I don't know a three or a two or a one low but I don't like it isn't like the monkey mutations were creative and terrifying the noisy insects I didn't remember and, and that's <laughs> like kind of dumb and it also. sounds silly even though I, I know like in the moment it would be horrifying yeah I just that just makes my skin crawl so I'm giving yeah. it a one I don't like it and that's all of the arena <laughs> parts we know okay <laughs> moving on to our song suggestions i like how we thought this was going to be a short episode yeah, we agreed on a song suggestion and i thought of another one to add on so the first one um is from the bad lip readings youtube channel um the song is called choo choo go it is a bad lip reading of Peta and katniss talking to district i think it's 11 yeah 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 or yeah Anyway, right. it's super catchy and I love it. And the other one um, is, of course, Safe and Sound by Taylor Swift in the Civil Wars because that so song has always been one of my favorites and it was written for The Hunger Games. So. I always like, like, whenever I remember that, that's just so interesting that Taylor Swift is connected to The Hunger Games. Oh, of course she is. Yeah. Dude, did you ever hear that Chloe from Dance Moms auditions to play Prim? I, no. I don't know if that's real or not, but I remember hearing that <laughs> and like they're not real. I don't know if it's real or not real, but I remember hearing that in like fifth grade and that really stuck with me because I thought wow. that was wild. Can we get a remake of The Hunger Games with all Dance Moms <laughs> cast members? Abby Lee Miller as President <laughs> Snow. I was about to say. It'd be so good. So good. It would be so good. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor.